Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. Today, we are talking about the long-awaited season three premiere of Emily in Paris. And who better to join us than our good friend, China? Bonjour, friend. Bonjour. 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 <laughs> when I think of Emily in Paris, I have this most beautiful memory with you. And this mm-hmm. past spring, when we went to the Dolby Theater and saw the whole cast of Emily in Paris at their Paley Fest panel, and it was so beautiful. It was oh. Perfection. Oh, it was magical. And for it to have been the first in-person interview panel, whatever thing they've done, because, you know, Emily and Paris came out during the pandemic, so they didn't get to do any of that. They were so hyped. Everyone else was so hyped to be there. It was good. It was a good night. Public service announcement to our listeners. First and foremost, get yourself a friend who majored in film because you will go to all the fun events that would never cross your mind that are open to the general public. And Paley Fest in general, you do have to have a membership and China was the MVP for that one. <laughs> you actually don't need a you don't need a membership. You just need the membership to get the early tickets. Okay. <laughs> so cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> cheat code, get yourself a Paley Center membership and you get early ticket sales. <laughs> helps it helps out getting really good seats. And we had really good seats. How close were we to him? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't smell him. I couldn't smell yeah, Luca right. Bravo. But I could see we the beard. Like row, right. We were only row 10, I think, right? Like we were yeah. pretty close. We were just off to the far right? This is where they host the Oscars. So the Dolby Theater is this iconic theater filled with beautiful film history. And now I have this beautiful memory with my friends. And I, I don't know, I just can't help but get a little sentimental. This was, yeah. this was such a great memory. And now I get to talk about season three with you. You sent me a an Instagram reel that really got me thinking this could definitely happen in season four if we only manifest it and put it out into the universe. Oh my gosh. I really hope it happens. Maybe. Is it it just me or do you want this to happen too? Basically like a mashup, right? Like it's a mashup kind of situation of like two different things, but I don't, I don't know what I want to happen next season to be completely honest. I have mixed feelings about all kinds of things (laughs) without giving away what actually happened in this season. So the Instagram reel that China sent my way was, as you all know, Darren Starr was the executive producer of Sex and the City and currently Emily in Paris. Now, the Instagram reel itself showed Kim Cattrall meeting Alfie in Paris and them having some type of situationship. And then Kim Cattrall and Alfie running into Emily and Kim Cattrall telling Emily off, oh, honey, you don't even know. And she's as Samantha, okay? That's two different fandom universes that we both love. I get reminiscent of Sex and the City watching Emily in Paris. And I'm so conflicted because I want it to work because I didn't get Samantha in the Just Like That Sex and the City reboot. So I'm just like, oh, this would be, oh, this is what I need. And then I want, you know, I want Alfie to have some type of happiness. Again, not giving anything away, but also don't we all. (laughs) Yes, it was such a good fan theory that we will be reposting this the week this episode comes out i promise we want feedback yes i mean maybe maybe it could who knows right darren star go for it combine all the things dstu did yeah darren star television universe (laughs) could be a thing (laughs) all right folks this is the part of the show where we spill the tea 
This means spoilers. So if you have not watched season three of Emily in Paris, I don't know what you guys are doing with your life because I binged it the day it came out. We understood the assignment and we are here to report back, friends. All right. Talking about Sex in the City and Emily in Paris. The fashion is its own character with this show. Oh, completely. The fashion is its a, one of the main characters of the show. Imagine the dressing rooms for this show. Imagine the, the costume designers, trailers, and just the amount of wardrobe they probably have to pick from for the show. Who do you think stole the show with the fashion? Honestly, I'm going to say Emily's. This is the first time I've actually thought Emily held her own against everyone else. Okay. I feel like every other season, I'm like, ooh, Mindy. Or like the other season, I'm like, ooh, Camille. Ooh, ooh, Sylvie. With Emily this season, I'm like, oh, okay, girl, I see you. Oh, with that, with that dress? Oh, with this, with that? The one where she came in for the first big PR event that they went to, where she had that look like a butterfly kind Mm -hmm. of black and white thing. Stunning, right? Stunning. She comes back to work for Sylvie. She has that crop top situation. She goes to the Lavender Fields event and she ha- she looks like a loofah to be completely honest right. but i loved it you know <laughs> it's couture okay <laughs> right it's couture it's a loofah but whatever i i actually felt like she actually like held her own because she i felt like she she looks really good in trauma bangs i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it just worked i feel like she i was more impressed with her this season than i have been the last two seasons okay this is where i'm conflicted because this is the first season that I wasn't really thrilled with her fashion. And I thought Mindy stole the show. Oh, Mindy k- kills it. Kills yes. it. She kills it in real life. I mean, remember right? the dress from the Paley Fest? Yes. <laughs> I feel like we were talking about that dress from Paley Fest for a week afterwards, for sure. We were. We were. It was Ashley 100% Park. 100% killing the game. Just in the show, in real life, whoever her stylist is, killing it. Yeah, understood the assignment for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But- yeah, the jumpsuit she wore when she was singing the Dua Lipa song. The on green the piano. one? Oh. Yes. <laughs> I will never be able to wear a neon anything unless it's Lisa Frank, okay, as a six-year-old. And here she is setting yeah. the standard for neon jumpsuits everywhere. Also, on the fashion tip, honorable mention. Yeah. Every single suit Alfie wore, the color that oh. that man can pull off. He was wearing all the different colors, all the different patterns. There was no color that this man did not look good in. Whoever was his suit guy, perfection. Yes. Yeah. And Gabrielle looks great in everything. You put him in an apron. I'm in. I'm in. Right. <laughs> you have me sold. A man that can cook and he wants to wear an apron. I'm in. So. I, just, I think it's so easy to put a man in a suit and it just be kind of like the same cut, just different colors and usually dark blues or black grays. Mm-hmm. The boldness of all the colors that Alfie can pull off. And he was always like low-key kind of matching Emily's outfit too. I was yes. like, is this prom? Because this is great. I These love this. Couple goals, like, right? He was, yeah. Was, was the text, hey, what color are you wearing? Went to his closet and was like, perfect. You wearing pink? I'm wearing pink. I love it. The last time I saw this was, yeah, circa prom. <laughs> so prom. like throwback, but circa 05 to okay. yeah, 07. Yeah. And it that was hot pink. I, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna have to give it to Fat Joe in oh, the lean okay. back video. Yeah. That man <laughs> wore pink so well that set a bar that Abercrombie was like, oh, "We need to get on this train." And I think yeah. Fat Joe started that trend. That's and his then, legacy. All right, serious question. We know okay. who stole the show when it came to fashion. Who do you think stole the show this season? I have two choices. Okay, so you can submit both answers. 
submitting both answers here. I really think the growth in person and like everything went to Mindy and Alfie in the season. Like the way that okay. these two characters stood up for themselves, especially Mindy, like she got the whole jazz club, like her career was taking off. Mm-hmm. She had her own little romance fling. And then to see Alfie go from just Emily's guy to like, now he works for Antoine. Now he's helping Gabrielle do this. And now he's helping Emily grow as a person. And in general, I'm like, yo, you, the key player here in all the different storylines. So I will give it up to Mindy and Alfie for being really about their season. Mindy and Emily's friendship is perfection. Beautiful. Mindy circled back to Emily and said, did this happen when her dude was being a jerk? And Emily did not want to stir the pot and was like, yes, but it's, it's okay. And she was like, no, it's not under no circumstances. I was like, you tell her, Mindy, you tell her. Emily was like, I don't want to make it a thing. And Mindy's like, you didn't, but I'm about to. I also have two answers in regards to who stole the show this season. I love it. So I have to give it to Mindy. I am with you a million percent that her story, her storyline this whole season was perfect. She had her strengths. She was on fire this whole season. I just loved it from her fashion to her career. I'm in it. I'm Team Mindy. But also, Sylvie, setting the bar. I could not be more proud of Sylvie for going out on her own, living that entrepreneur life, and starting Agency Grotto. And she had two hot dudes this season. Her husband... And then her photographer boyfriend. Like, I'm chaotic. I want both guys to win. But also, like, <laughs> yes, like, go Sylvie. There were some serious plot twists. What was the biggest plot twist for you? You know, I thought about this for a minute because I know the biggest one for sure. And I feel like we all know the last, like, five minutes of this whole series, <laughs> whole season. The one that really surprised me and, like, that I didn't think it was going to happen uh-huh. situation was Mindy and Benoit breaking up. I did not want that. I did not see that. And then I just feel like her going with Nicola brought her character back as like a person. And I was just like, why are you with this man? Like, do you not see this beautiful musician who loves you the entire season? Because I was just like, I just don't understand this choice. You chose this guy over the musician who's beautiful and loves you and inspires you. Why? (laughs) But also their breakup definitely gave us the most beautiful version of Shallow. Yes. The French version of Shallow, it was so pretty. And as a duet. I was not expecting the Camille storyline with her hooking up with one of her artists. Uh, Yeah, that's true. That caught me so off guard. I was like, you have this beautiful French man. Please tell me why. Girl, why? You fought so hard to keep this dude around. After all that you did breaking the pact and everything Mm -hmm. to make sure that this man was secure in your corner. Well, you did what? As a girl, I need some girl logic explained. This just sounds selfish AF, okay? I also love like that scene where Kimi and Gabrielle were engaged. So Kimi and Sophie are at the restaurant and they Mm -hmm. run into Mindy and and Emily. And at the end of it, they leave the restaurant and Mindy's like, okay, now you have to tell Gabrielle because yes. they're engaged, all this, blah, blah. And Emily's like, you are way too happy about this right now. <laughs> but I, with the Camille cheating, I'm just, I'm annoyed that it didn't come out officially. Right? Did what she did at the wedding to expose Gabrielle and Emily are in love with each other, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, you should have said that you were been cheating. Right. Like you, ex- you trying to expose everybody else, but you're not going to tell 
him and what you did and you're so you're blaming this on them that's the moment where i was like you know what kemi i can't i can't with you I can't with you at all because i was already in with her for the whole pack thing i think that's right. really shady i think emily was the catalyst because if you remember at the engagement party she was like i know your secret yeah and do you think this is fair to gabrielle right now and i think she got it got in her head and that's why they just you know she had to say it right then and there because he also sprung it on her. Let's just get married right now. He was right. so caught up in the moment with getting his Michelin star that he was like, let's live in the moment. Let's just get married right now. Da, da, da. And she was like, uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. Sounds great. And then I think it just like really registered that this isn't going to work. I have to come clean kind of about what's going down and go from there. What was your favorite episode? My ep- it's episode six. I just love... I love an episode where they take you out yes. of where the normal seat normal is and like all the characters come, right? Like everyone's just on vacation or kind of like they're working, but right. everyone's on vacation. Also like, yes, give me a new location in France to put on my France vision board. Thank you. Right. Everything I have smells like lavender. Then you're telling me there's a place in this world where la- there's just lavender fields. I need to go. This yes. is my favorite scent. I need to go. I love that episode. And then the whole like, restaurant scene. D- did that not make you want to eat? I was just like, everything looks so good. Right. And I'm you know probably sitting on my couch eating chips. It was beautiful. And then to end it with Alfie getting the keys to that really beautiful sports car. But, yeah, the McLaren. I love the episode. It was great. And then the reconnection with like Sylvie and her husband. And it's just the drama there. Episode six was also my favorite. Yes. Okay. Then, are we twin flames or are we twin flames? Because when I saw Provence, I was like, well, dang it. Now I got to go figure yeah. out how to get to the French countryside sometime in my lifetime. I've been to Paris, but I was like, look, I want to drive there. I looked it up. It's a three hour train ride from Paris. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> Just putting that out there. The yes. <laughs> yes. But I remember watching the season three trailer and there was a scene in the pool. And I for sure thought that that was Gabrielle and Emily only to find out that was Sylvie and her man. And I was like, Ooh, they got me good. It was such a good scene. It was comedic gold, the way that they were being chased by bees and they just jumped into the pools. I I for sure thought it was Gabrielle and Emily. And I was like, oh, they just gave the whole season away. What were they thinking? Netflix. And when I saw the scene, I was like, oh, this was done so well. I <laughs> Netflix knew what they were doing. All right. Last question. Hopes, dreams, and desires for season four. One, because I'm petty. I really want Camille's cheating to be exposed. Okay. Because I'm petty. Two, I want like a group trip to Eurovision. Oh, <gasps> yes. Like Mindy's performing. Why are you all not there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Group activity. We're all going. Take a field trip. Yep. Obviously, the baby drama got to unfold because mm-hmm. that was the last like five seconds. So my my mom watched it and she didn't catch that part. So when I told her, she was like, wait, who's pregnant? <laughs> Like the baby announcement happened so quick mm-hmm. and then they just cut and you're like, wait, hold on, pause. I have more questions. <laughs> yeah. I was like, rude. No, no. <laughs> I was like, there's another episode, right? Hold on one second. <laughs> how dare you? So I really want the, obviously the baby, the baby drama has to unfold and how that's all going to go down and all these different things. Here's my, my weird one is I really want more of Luke and Julian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love them as I think they're comedic gold. I think I love them. I want more of them. And then look, it is no secret to anyone that I am 1000% team Alfie on so many levels. Him coming back 
and being in the next season, I'm here for it a thousand percent. Cause I do feel like, I don't feel like he can leave right. because he works for Antoine. So he's going to be involved. Good answer. And two, I feel like it all has to play out. Also, that blew up him and Emily's relationship, but it also blew up his little bromance with Gabrielle. Yeah. And I am so sad because I love them as the bromance that they are. When they were like going to be the ones to go to the Michelin star restaurant, they're like, oh, well, it's just me and you, bro. And how he like helped Gabrielle get the restaurant. There's such a bromance. And I'm so sad that that has now been blown up because I thought they were really good together. Yeah. I hope Mindy wins Eurovision. Me too. That has to be a thing, right? Imagine if her dad comes to Eurovision and they have that he's proud of her moment. Oh, it'd be okay. so good. It would it'd be so good. And then I'm waiting for that season five renewal because I don't think it can end after season four. We will keep you guys posted on on when season five or any season four updates happen. If we see Kim Cattrall, any BTS, anything, we will keep you guys posted. And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Netflix, Darren Star, Sex and the City, Emily in Paris, the city of Paris, France, anything that we talked about today, we are not affiliated with. Definitely not affiliated with Paley Fest yet. Um, big goals, big dreams. We would love to be there and report live. But as of right now, that is not the case. We're just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.